This podcast was produced for Quad by wordofmouthcreative.com. Quad is provocative and popular. Good November, everybody, and welcome to this latest edition of the Quadcast, your audio tour of the goings-on in and around Derby's premier arts facility, Quad, hosted by me, Chris Wakeman. We kick off the episode with a look at ID Fest, Quad's inaugural film festival that runs this November from Thursday the 25th until Sunday the 28th. The festival is themed around the subject of identity, and the festival's organisers chose to open the Pandora's box that is Englishness as their topic for the first year. There is so much to see and do around the festival weekend, so I sat down with festival co-creator Adam Marsh to ask him what the highlights of the weekend would be. Quad is groundbreaking, inspiring, fulfilling and fun. So I'm here with Adam Marsh, who is the co-creator of ID Fest at Quad from the 25th of November to Sunday the 28th. Um, Adam, thanks for joining me. I thought, I wondered if you could just start off by explaining a little bit to listeners about the genesis of ID Fest, where it came from and you know what it's all about. Over the last couple of years since Quad opened, we've started to test the ground a little bit uh, with what we could possibly do as a film festival. Um, so last Last summer we did a, a weekend of films called This Is England? Question mark, which explored the um, essence of English identity in, in film and how that's been depicted. And we thought it went over quite well. Um, audiences seem to like it, like it. Critics seem to like it. And so we, we ploughed ahead with it as an idea for a film festival. And as we've developed that over the last year or so, we came to the conclusion that it wasn't so much the English identity that was interesting to us initially it was more the, the the sense of looking at identity through through film and how that's been depicted in its many different ways um so we endeavored to do this year as english identity as a theme um what with the potential of setting up the festival so that the festival is about identity so that in next year or two years time we can do something else around the identity we can do identity through music um, identity through fashion or, or, or whatever there's a, there's a whole myriad of different things we can look at um, rather than just restricting ourselves to, uh, to to English identity there seems the sense then that as the idea that taking England as the first as a starting point is a nice way to encapsulate a lot, a lot of different ideas and that's certainly reflected in a um, film schedule over that weekend which is vast and through want of a better word fantastic but it's not just the great movies there as well over the weekend there's other things that people can do around ID Fest um, I was wondering if you could just sort of highlight a few of the key moments and events that are going on yeah sure I mean one of the, one of the great things about Quad is that we're, we're, not, we're not just a cinema we're an art gallery we're a, we're a venue in, in the city now we've got Cafe by etc etc so it, it seemed a shame to just just solely focus on the film side of it and not um, pay tribute to the um, the other aspects of things that Quad does so we've arranged to do um, a couple of different things with regards to the exhibitions the corridor exhibitions in the building we have um, a photographer called Matt Stewart who's coming in doing his um, showing his exhibition of the great in great the Great British Weekend, which was a winner of the 2010 Vauxhall Collective Award, um, which basically depicts how how people in this country uh, spend their bank holiday weekends. So it's quite amusing, quite interesting photographs are, are depicting people having picnics under pylons, that kind of stuff. Um, typically English things to do. Uh, mad dogs and Englishmen kind of mentality. And we've also got um, a German artist called uh, Harold Smickler, who's now based in England, he does um, a series of things called Movie Protocols, where he draws, basically, he draws a film. So it's his interpretation of, 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 of a film. A, he's going to do eight different um, films for us over the weekend. He's going to do four live, and he's doing four that he's done previously. So he's going to record 
uh, Repulsion, uh, Wallace and Gromit, uh, Distant Voices, Still Lives. So it's basically it's look it's looking at how he interpret how people interpret film mm-hmm. um, in a quite an interesting way. So he, that should be interesting. Plus we've also got some of our regular things that we do in the building anyway. We do like a, a night called This Song Will Change Your Life, which is it's a guy a DJ comes in invites um, bands or local people to come in and bring their own musical selections and he'll play them. So it's quite an eclectic mix of music. Uh, the theme being English English music. This this time round and we've got our inaugural movie Yoki which I believe you're hosting uh, uh, yeah I know and uh, that should be quite fun as well that is just as it says on the tin karaoke doing movies instead uh, which should be fun but yeah the idea seems to be that if anything the weekend is all about quad as business as usual under the theme of England and Englishness and then you know everything sort of ramped up a bit more as well uh, yeah I think, that, I think that's thing ramped up a little bit more I think it is it's if you buy a weekend pass there's no reason why you should have to ever ever leave the building yeah, yeah. and why wouldn't you buy one well, exactly yeah it's uh, once you kick we, we, we kick out about two in the morning but you can come back at about ten so yeah. there's no reason why why you would want to leave if we look at the um film package and it's on display over the weekend what would be the the, the big ones for you the, the must-sees over that whole weekend there's about 28 films i think in, on, in total isn't there yeah there's i think there's 28 films 30 different events uh, happening in the cinema over the weekend um there's lots there's lots I and mean, we've tried to we've tried to put some sort of showcase event for want of a better word on each night so on the opening night on thursday we've got our, our major debate um over english identity which we've got david morrissey coming along for who seems to be everywhere on television at the moment he seems to really be um garnering great critical response with various different um pieces he's doing at the moment um, plus we've got a few academics from uh, university of leicester university of lancaster who are experts on the field on, on on the field of english identity um english identity in, in culture and english identity in, in film um so they'll be coming on to do like a, a debate to try and frame the the whole weekend for us in, in that opening segment which should be quite interesting on the friday and the saturday we've got screenwriters coming in two different screenwriters coming on, on the friday we have uh, William Ivory, who wrote um, one of our more more popular films of the year, Maiden Dagenham, he's going to come along and to talk about his experiences writing Maiden Dagenham, how that impacted with the very strong English themes in that movie. And on on the Saturday we've got um, Matt Greenhall, um, Manchester writer, who wrote Control, uh, the story about Joy Division lead singer, and he also wrote uh, Nowhere Boy about John Lennon. Again, two very iconic Englishmen. Um, so he'll have, I'm sure he'll have lots to say about the um, the idea of mm-hmm. adapting people's for for the screen and English identity. So, what would be the you know, if you only had one film that you could see over the weekend, what would be the one that you would make sure you were around for? Well, as I said, there's, there's tons of stuff. <laughs> obviously, um, the, the, I think the, I've seen I've seen quite a lot of them. There's a couple I haven't seen that I'm really interested in seeing. I haven't seen. Um, our man in Havana, to m- much to my shame. So I think I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I'm also really looking forward to seeing Repulsion on the big screen again. Uh, it's one of my favourites, um, and it's quite interesting. From one of the strands of the program is is uh, about how um, foreign directors who uh, have seen England and English identity and Repulsion is a good example of that. As is Blow Up over the weekend, which is another great movie. Yeah, I think the festival as well is is about not just us looking in, but people, you know. Up- you know other cultures as well the idea there's chinese films being shown as well the short movies um, and asking that question of time at times what do other people think of the english mm-hmm. you know if you think about it, then id fest as a whole 
where does it go from here? You know, is there any future ambitions? You know, if we if we consider that it will be the massive success that we know it will be, what what what's in store? Um, well, well, again, it's way too early to say. We're looking to run this um, uh, biannually, so it will take place every two years in between the um, our, one of our other festivals, Format International Photography Festival, which is next year, so we'll hopefully do um, another ID Fest in two years' time. Um, again, we, we, we haven't really talked about it. We've got a steering committee that uh, helps us discuss these things. Um, we haven't really talked anything beyond a few ideas of how we could expand the festival. Um, like, like, like I mentioned earlier, music... Uh, fashion possible how people identify themselves in the digital age you know with social networking internet and that kind of stuff digital identity i guess um so yeah there's, there's a myriad of things I quite 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 fancy the idea of doing a fashion i think yeah i think that'd be very cool actually yeah. so um where then do people need to go and what do they need to do is they, you know they obviously we've wet their appetite enough about id fest now what are the next stages for them uh, well, buy buy tickets, buy tickets for all all the films that we're screening, all the events we're screening over the weekend are um, available on individual ticket prices. But we also do a weekend ticket price of thirty pounds, which if you see only half of the films um, we've got on over the weekend, that's two pound a film. It's not not a bad deal at all. And the website is www.idfest.co.uk. Uh, or you can get on from through the Quad website as well. Cool. Thank you very much, Adam. You're welcome www.derbyquad.co.uk for more details. Straight from the horse's mouth. ID Fest is shaping up to be a fantastic event on the Derby calendar this year and the roster of films on show throughout the weekend make the £30 festival pass an unbelievable bargain well worth splashing out for. The sheer range of films is impressive enough and the various introductions and QAs happening around screenings mean you'll be doing more than just watching a film. Join us at 7.30pm on Thursday the 25th for our opening night panel discussion, The Big Questions, a debate on Englishness hosted by Nick Britton. The panel features David Morrissey and a host of notable experts on England and identity, and we want you to submit questions to the panel and get involved in the debate. Your ticket for the event includes admission to a screening of The Third Man, voted the BFI's number one British movie of all time. Fact. And if you're after more than just great movies, visit the website idfest.co.uk or grab a fold-out brochure next time you're in quad to read about all the other events taking place over the weekend. Movie Oki, this song will change your life, Matt Stewart's photography in the quad corridors and the pictography of Harold Smickler. There's something for everyone at ID Fest at quad this November from Thursday the 25th. Let's take a look at what else is going on at quad this month. Quad News Objects of Delight is the climax of a nine-month art project in which 14 older members of the Derby community researched, discussed and selected a stunning range of works from the Arts Council collection. These fantastic contemporary pieces will be on display in the Quad Gallery from the 13th of November and date from as early as 1929 up to as recently as 2003. Pieces include both sculpture and painting, so there's a variety of work on show. The combined years of experience, expertise and enthusiasm for the arts has made for a unique and inspirational exhibition that is at once completely personal yet entirely universal. The launch event opened by Dame Joan Bakewell and make sure to experience the gallery throughout the rest of the season until it closes in mid-January. From Friday November the 12th until Saturday the 20th, Derby will be lit up every evening as part of Gleam, the Festival of Light. A light trail will run around the Cathedral Quarter from 6pm each evening, except on the 14th, as well as a light garden and surprises around every corner. Using light, music and architectural projections to illuminate Derby like never before, 
light mapping artists and VJ and collective SEPA will launch the event on Marketplace on Friday the 12th and repeat the show for anyone who missed it on Saturday the 13th. Gleam is a spectacular series of free events that promises to make you see Derby like never before. Visit derbygleam.co.uk for more information and check out page 17 of the Quad brochure or ask at the Quad box office for information about two free workshops being run by Quad encouraging young people to recreate graphic, illustrated, animated, photographic and video content for VJ use as part of Gleam. Places are limited, so book in advance. Time for my pick of the bunch movie-wise as we look at some of the choice cuts showing at Quad throughout November. From Friday, November 26th, the final part of the Millennium Trilogy, The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest, based on the Stieg Larsson novel of the same name, starts showing at Quad. If you've seen the first two parts of the trilogy, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and The Girl Who Played with Fire, earlier in the year, then this is a must-see. Showing daily until December the 16th. Mike Lee's latest classic in waiting, Another Year, is showing all month at Quad and sees a stellar cast including Jim Broadbent and Leslie Manville embodying the roles of a group of friends through the four seasons. Well worth watching just to spot the local sights and sounds, as Lee shot the film in and around Derby. My ultimate choice of the month is Mary and Max, an Australian claymation that is as hilarious as it is moving. The visual beauty and attention to detail is astounding, and the film acts as another amazing example of just how effective animation can be. Quad is also proud to welcome back Soul Boy and the Illusionist for Back by Popular Demand screenings in November. Both fantastic movies from earlier this year that are well worth seeing again or for the first time if you missed them last time around. We're committed to showcasing the best cinema around and every month we bring our most talked about films back to Quad so that everyone gets a chance to see them on the big screen. If there's a film from a previous month that you've missed out on this year, email Quad or mention it at the box office and we'll let our programming department know. You never know, it might turn up next time as our back by popular demand. Finally, local architecture enthusiasts should make a beeline for the story of the Roundhouse, showing on Thursday the 18th and Sunday the 21st of November. The film is a documentary by Doug Smith, charting the fascinating account of Derby's Roundhouse, its rescue and transformation into a unique and inspirational centre of excellence that is now the oldest surviving building of its kind in the world. Check the brochure for screen times for these and the host of other films showing this month at Quad. Quad is a thriving centre for art and film, where there's always lots to see and do. Time for something a bit different. As Quad celebrated its second birthday and 500,000th visitor in October, it got me thinking, what is it that keeps people coming back to Quad for more? When my good friend Chris, co-host of the fantastic film podcast Castle of Easter, but you knew that already, came down from Edinburgh to visit me recently, I brought him to Quad and then sat him down for a swift Q&A afterwards to get his first impressions and whether or not he would be back for more. Enjoy. Quad. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, so, Quad celebrated its second birthday this month, uh, which means it's been open and available to Derby residents and beyond for over two years, and that's uh, something we're very keen to celebrate. And I thought this might be a good opportunity to just try and find a member of the public uh, who was willing to sort of share their views on Quad, uh, a first timer as well, indeed. Um, say hello, first timer. What's your name? Hi, my name's Chris Madden. Um, so you've recently been to Quad for the very first time, and I was wondering if you could just quickly go through the various different things that you did there. Yeah, sure. So I attended Quad on the 30th of October for the all-night Halloween Dead and Breakfast 2, The Revenge, uh, which was an all-night movie marathon followed by breakfast in the morning and uh, the next day I went to a Cinefriends gathering to watch a movie and then have a discussion about it afterwards. So first impressions of Quad when you turned because what did you know about the place when you before you arrived? All I really knew about it was that it was 
kind of like an independent cinema. Well, that's the impression I had before I turned up. So I, I very much thought it was going to be a kind of, you know, hoity-toity, holier-than-thou kind of place. And I turned up and it was just completely not what I was expecting. Is that that based, that first initial impression based on experiences at other similar places or, you know? Well, it turns out that there aren't many other similar places to Quad, but in terms of what I was expecting from it, yes, from independent cinemas I've been to in the past that have been very much... Uh, as much based on the the stuff that worked there as the clientele very much um, kind of stiff up a lift about themselves. But Quab was very welcoming, very all-encompassing, has a great uh, range of stuff going on there and um, a really fun clientele, <laughs> client base, as I met on Saturday night. And I met quite a few different people who were there all night to watch all these horror movies and, yeah, just a really great bunch of friendly people. Excellent. Um, the first impressions coming up to the building as well, what do you think of uh, its general appearance? Does it look welcoming or something like that? It's a beautiful building, internally and externally. Um, and yeah, I just I was impressed when I went in about how open plan it was and um, how easy it was to find everything and just how much stuff there is in there. It doesn't really feel like it's um, specifically, hey, you're coming to a cinema, here's just this so you can go upstairs to watch your movie, here's your refreshment stand. It is very much like, here's a very nice place you can sit down, have a coffee, have a chat with people, here's some art installations, you can check those out. Cinema's upstairs, but it's not all we are. Um, and I, I thought it was really cool. This is probably a leading question, but one of Quad's like main sort of mantras, if you will, is uh, making you know art accessible to everybody. And is that something that you know? Do you think do you think we're achieving that goal? I think so. Yeah, uh, more than anything, just from how much, how many events go on every month at Quad that are open to everyone. Um, as I walked in, I noticed there's a there's a quite a large notice board that does say everything that's going on in the coming months. And it does seem to be that there's a, a wide variety of things. It's not just special film screenings or all that movie events as much as it's um, artists coming in and, and displaying their work and talking about it and community events. And there just seems to be a whole lot going on there. One of uh, the other thing about Quad is that it's sort of slogan, if you will, is see, play, talk, taste. And by my account, I think you kind of did everything there. So would you give us a thumbs up on all of all the four things? The food, you tried the food, what was that like? I did try the food, it was very good, especially considering it was cooked at three o'clock in the morning. And that's not just on my part, wanting the food. I mean, it was. I'm surprised by how good it was. In terms of all those, I think I did do all those things. And in terms of recommending Quad, I mean, I guess I can't help but think that I'd recommend it to people. It's a, it's a great place and it's upsetting to me that there isn't anything quite like it where I live. Um, in terms of keeping an eye on it then sure definitely I, I want to be kept surprised of what's going on and what's possibly going to be there and happening next time I'm around here and I can guarantee that next time I am down in this part of the world that I'll be uh, heading straight to it Quad. Right, I think we're nearly done for another month Just before we wrap things up a reminder of some of the different activities going on at Quad this month including stuff for the kids like making Advent Calendar which is coming in December and Spooky Shadow Puppet Theatre on November the 20th See pages 14 and 15 of the brochure for more details. And for all you would-be Mark Zuckerbergs out there, our digital and creative team are running a course entitled A Beginner's Guide to Blogging and Social Media on Wednesday, November the 17th from 10am to 4pm. That includes an hour break for lunch. Tickets for the day cost £60 and places are limited, so book your spot now by getting in touch with the Quad box office. And remember to take full advantage of all the cool free events happening at Quad each and every month from our must-be-seen-to-be-believed media tech, all the way through to our social events like This Song Will Change Your Life, Scrabalicious, Social Boom and Cinefriends. All happening in Quad, this month, November 2010. And with that, I'm spent. Shut this thing down for another month, producer Mark. Let's go and put the kettle on. 
This quadcast was produced for Quad by wordofmouthcreative.com.